welcome to this conversation presented by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer. White House Custom Color is a premier professional photography and press printing lab serving photographers around the globe. Be sure to check us out at whcc.com. Zach Arias is an editorial, commercial, and corporate photographer based in Atlanta. I had the privilege of getting to sit and chat with Zach at the Portrait Masters Conference this past fall in Phoenix. I'd never met Zach in person before our conversation, so I didn't know what to expect. I was very happy to discover that Zach is awesome. Enjoy. I was interested in talking to you about that, yes. The, and in my mind, I was calling it the push because when you're bogged down by whatever, you have to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so I've, I've, for years, probably uh, since whenever I discovered the Smiths and the Cure, I have uh, struggled with depression. You know, I think of the uh, high fidelity line, do I uh, listen to pop music because I'm depressed yeah. or am I depressed because I listen to pop music, you know? That was right where my mind <clears throat> went. Not, yeah. to the, not to the movie reference, although yeah. that's an awesome movie, but I, I do want, like you say, well... <laughs> were you aware of it because of the Smiths and the Cure? Yeah, right. Were right. they like, "Oh yeah, this resonates with me"? Right. Or were you like, "Oh, now I feel like jumping off a ledge because I'm <laughs> listening to Robert Smith"? <laughs> I don't know. I um, I recently saw a meme about the Smiths, and it's a picture, and on the right side of the picture is like a cemetery. And it's at a church, and on the left side of the picture is a playground, and it says the Smiths, and it says. Uh, under the playground, it says the melody, and under the part of the picture where the, the cemetery is, says the lyrics, yeah. and that's uh, pretty much it. But yeah. anyways, we're going already rabbit trail. So I've dealt with it, like, for most of my life, uh, really, and um, I tend to kind of feel it coming on, you know. And you would call it a depression. A depression, absolutely. And it, then, then the depression can lead to anxiety and all of that. Um, because you get depressed, you're not as productive, you're not getting back to people, you're not replying to emails, you don't listen to your voicemails. And then the anxiety of, oh my God, I'm not like, I'm supposed to email all these people and I'm supposed to talk to them and I'm supposed to get back to this person and I'm late on this job. And, uh, and so then that just triggers the anxiety and then it's like a snowball, right? So it builds, <clears throat> it you builds. get depressed because it's building, yeah. which leads to more depression yeah. and anxiety. Yeah. And then you still have to show up and do a job. Yeah. Like, so I have three boys. Two of them are still at home. Mm -hmm. um, and I have to feed them and clothe them and yeah. keep them in a house. And um, I'm a single dad again. Um, and um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I'm a photographer because it's the only thing I know how to do. I'm 45 years old. I've been doing this for like 20 years. Mm -hmm. um, I... I the only other job I know how to go get is like, you know, work at Starbucks or get a temp job in a warehouse or something like that. And um, I can't, I can't feed my kids completely off of that. So I have, I have to keep being a photographer. And no matter where this industry goes, and no matter the budgets dry up and clients get harder to find, like I still have to keep doing this. Right. So, so then you throw in depression and your personal life and things just not going well. And, um, about three years ago, I was really just dangling off the cliff. I didn't give two shits about photography mm -hmm. anymore. Um, and I'd been kind of close to that edge before. And, 
a lot of times I'd start comparing myself to others, you know. And is that it? Well, Joey L. is doing these great things. And, <laughs> Don't compare yourself to Joey. <laughs> Jeremy Coward is doing this awesome thing. And right. I'm just sitting here doing this bullshit. Right. And, and I can actually give you an interesting little story about that coming up. But what, I've, what I, have, I have learned finally is to stop that, is to stop comparing myself to others because – I would see someone find success and I would, I would start to feel bad for myself. I'd feel like, why, why don't I get that kind of success? But mm. then I, I, you lose all perspective of the good things that, that you're doing and, and having. And, and there's someone down the food chain two steps from you that are looking at you going, wow, you know, I wish I could be doing what Zach's doing. You know? And I'm looking, well, I wish I could be doing what they're doing. And, right. and there, Jeremy Coward or whoever, or Sue Bryce, is looking up the ladder going, well, I wish I was doing what they're doing. So it's useless. And what I've learned is to celebrate people's success. Like, you know, good for them. Right. Man, they, they have really been successful. Look at Sue Bryce. Holy shit. Yeah. Massively successful. Oprah. Right. Right. She really is. Like, like she could almost register as a cult leader now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just kidding, Sue. I love you. Um, <laughs> But no, it's massively successful, yes. right? Yeah. And like, good for her. And and when you see people having success, right? That like celebrate that because if they did it, then there's there's you there's some path you can go hack away at and find some sort of success for yourself. Like, well, you and the way you were describing the ladder, right? Just yeah. now, like looking always looking up. Yeah, I would submit, and maybe I'm off on this, but using her as an example, that it's really more of a circle because. You blew her mind today. She she said it, and I don't think that was fluff. Well, I, like I, she came I, out, and you know, and she said she's been following you, and she knows this and that about you. Like she's watching you too, and so to me, it's more of a. I experienced it as more of a circle that's than an a ladder. Way to look at it. That's so, that's what I saw today, anyway. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I I I don't disagree with that, but that to say, like, so. I've knocked that off, but still the depression came. Yeah. And um, I'm going now through my second divorce. Like, oh God, I'm that loser that yeah. has been married twice now. Like, okay. that's that's a fun one to go out in the world. Like, yeah, I'm t- twice married, twice divorced. Like, awesome. I'm doing great in my life there. Um, <laughs> and uh, I still had work coming in, but I just didn't care anymore. I I would only pick up a camera if you were paying me take a picture right that's what you were saying right? um i didn't care about equipment anymore um i used to have this great relationship with fuji and i just let that just slide off on the mm. cliff because i just didn't give two mm. bucks mm-hmm. sorry um i i i didn't care like we got this new blah 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 like they're all fine cameras now like every right. camera is good everybody's got great stuff everyone has good cameras honestly yeah whether it has a single card slot or two it doesn't matter <laughs> You know how many? I've seen that argument recently. I have seen that. Anyways, so <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to go there. I don't give a shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, I didn't care about the industry. I didn't care about. I just pulled off of social media. Like I, you did. You went away for blogging. a while. I know you did. Um, yeah, it's just noise, and it's just it's 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 like this constant reminder of all that you're not doing and experiencing in life, and then. And then the occasional trolls show up. And the worst thing about trolls is that they are publicly speaking the own the this insecurities you say yeah. to yourself, yeah. right? 
That's like, a very when interesting a, when way to put it. When a troll hits me online, it's they're saying what I'm telling myself internally. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's just anyways. So, um but are, how aware of you? How aware are you of that snowball, right? Yeah, I, I it's it happened like enough have, in my life. I'm like, well, here we go. Here it comes. Yeah. Or here we are. Here we are. Yep. It's it's like acid reflux. Like, uh-huh. oh, yep. Oh, this. Yeah. Tonight's gonna suck. And it's just got more and more things thrown on the fire. Yeah. So so that was like three years ago. Just down in it, and um, I didn't care, and. And I knew I had to do something. I knew that I was just apathetic. I knew that I was just, um, I, I, I had to do something. I have these kids that I have to raise and I don't want them watching their dad just give up. Yeah. You know, um, I don't want to teach them that through my life and, and I have to take care of them. I have to feed them. I have to, like, by law, I have to take care of my kids. Right, there is you know? that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it's like I have to do something. And I've talked to photographers for a number of years now about stuff and, and these kind of things. And and I've usually I've had enough elasticity in my life to, to snap out of it. Like, okay, stop sitting around feeling sorry for yourself, Zach. Get your okay. ass up and start doing some work. And, okay. And then, like, spring comes and the weather gets nicer and you get a couple good jobs that you're happy about. And you're, you're, you're kind of going okay. Like, mm-hmm. things kind of suck, but it's fine. Um, but this one was like, there's no, the, all the elasticity of my mental and emotional life just seemed to be gone. Um, and I had to do something, but I had no ideas. If you said, Zach, here's $100,000, go do a personal project. Uh, on what you were empty i was just empty Mm -hmm. nothing so i came back across this quote that i've blogged about that i've sent to other photographers and creatives when they were having problems like i it was it was almost like a preacher who always preaches some passage but then it has to get preached to them yeah right yeah kind of a thing so i had been preaching um from the good book of chuck close um for a while I'd done blog posts about it and stuff and the the very short of the quote is inspiration is for amateurs the rest of us just show up and get to work right and the longer part of the quote is is inspiration comes from the work you have to be working and something is going to occur to you right or you're going to reject something. You'll be doing something and you reject that, or it pushes you in a new direction. Right. And Chuck Close talks about if you're waiting around for inspiration to strike you like lightning, like you're gonna be waiting a very long time. You have to get to work. And when I came back across that, and another quote, um, I think it was Picasso that says, inspiration has to find you working. Um, it was, it just, it was like, I said to myself, Zach, you have to get to work. You have to get to work. You have to. It's like those movie scenes of like, you know, someone's like, like, you know, they just where there's an explosion and they're laying on the ground and they're not breathing and their lover is standing over them. You gotta breathe. You gotta open your eyes. Come on. Breathe. And they're dying and then they don't you die on me. Right. And then they're like, <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. 
the big dramatic. And you go, yeah, get back, and then you embrace. Like, so it was kind of like that. Like, the Abyss has that best scene in cinematic history, by the way, in case you've never seen it. Yeah, oh, it's been years. The Abyss. So I don't recall That's that specific scene. That's the best yeah. one there is. Yeah, but it it was like, you know, or, or the, 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 the adrenaline shot in the heart. Like, yeah, <sighs> Pulp Fiction know, Pulp style, fiction. right. Um, and it was Chuck Close through his words doing that to me. And so I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Well, all right. I shoot people. I photograph people. That's right. what I do. Right. That's what I enjoy most. Right. Um, I don't do still life. I'm not, I'm not against it. I don't do landscapes because I don't wake up that early in the morning. <laughs> um, I'm going to wake up 3 a.m. and I'm going to hike three miles. And like, <laughs> well, I can't wait to see your picture on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> while, while it's 9 a.m. and I'm drinking coffee on my porch. Um, <laughs> Good job, though. Yeah, nice. That was really nice. Uh, Now, I shoot people. I photograph people. And I had done personal projects before where, like, call up a couple local modeling agencies and get some models and get someone with some, you know, wardrobe and get a hair and makeup person. And Mm. you you put a pretty light on a pretty girl and you take these pictures. But I live in Atlanta, right? Like, it's not a fashion mecca. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fashion photographer. There's not shit I'm ever going to do in the fashion world. I Mm -hmm. mean, you can look at me. I'm not a fashionable person <laughs> it's just like a pretty person and pretty light and like meh like i'm never going to do anything with these photographs ever yeah. they're stupid um for me okay and what i do and but i would need to photograph people and i want to photograph like regular everyday people and so okay i have to get to work i gotta get to work so okay i need people I need people to shoot. And that's the that's the thing where I'm so jealous of like musicians or writers or painters. Like they can wake up at two o'clock in the morning, have an idea for a song, and go sit at their piano and begin to work on it. You know? They can pick up a guitar, like right there. Because they don't go, need like, that when subject. It, when it hits, you know, yeah. they can they can go to their canvas, okay. they can start to sketch something, they can sit at their, you know, word processor and begin to work on a chapter of a novel they can and as a portrait photographer i oh i've got the I look at this light right now right yeah. here in front of me oh i wish i had someone to photograph and my friend sarah lando was like well zach zach she's italian photograph yourself self-portraits i do it all the time yeah you're gorgeous right <laughs> yeah you're beautiful sarah like and i'm me and mm. the, the if i want to look at pictures of me mm-hmm. and take pictures of me and, and no, that is not anything I want to do. I, w- I will hang this camera up before I do self-portraits. I understand. But I, so I need people. So I just started putting a call on social media like, I want to photograph you. And I put some rules down. Um, I want to photograph people who are not models or actors, you know, um, typically. Uh, sometimes that comes through the loop, but it's, it's just people. Um, all shapes, sizes, genders, colors, whoever. Um, I want to photograph you at your house, in your space. I don't want to shoot in the studio. I shoot on white seamless constantly. Um, I shoot in studio a lot. And in fact, when I go to a location, I usually am ending up setting up a studio in a location somewhere. So I don't want to do anything that has anything to do with the work I do. Um, that I'm paid to do. Uh, I'm going to be 100% selfish. I'm shooting for me and me alone and no one else. So if someone's like, oh, yeah, you know, you could take pictures of me and I also need a headshot. I am not shooting a headshot. 
like, hey, really, I'd love to photograph you, but just know that I'm not going to shoot a headshot. That's separate. That's a separate thing. You can hire me. Right. We can work that out later. That's not what this is. No, this is this is absolutely all for me. Right. Which is why you're not going to shoot yourself too. Yes. Because it's for you. Right. It's it's my project. You don't want to shoot yourself. I can do whatever I want. Right. So. Right. right. Um. So people like you know started replying like friends on Facebook or Instagram and friends of friends and. Um, oh, you should photograph, you know, my friend so-and-so. Like, they'd be kind of cool. And, I'm, and I had two keywords, and I'm still working on this project because I'm still working uh, through depression and anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's always on a back burner somewhere it's in my there. life. But it's always there. It always pops up. Sure. Um, and so I'm, th- this just gives me this, like, it, it's almost a hobby again in a way. Um, but so I'm going to I'm gonna shoot regular everyday people. I'm going to shoot them in their space. I'm not going to shoot anything for them. Um, as soon as I feel like I'm starting to take a picture, I would on assignment, I stop. Oh, hold on, hold on. I can't shoot this. Okay. Like I walk into someone's house. There's this chair in the corner. It's by this nice window light. Like, oh, if, if I was on assignment, I had to take a portrait. I'd That's put them in that do. chair, right. right in that light. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I don't even have to pop mm-hmm. open a softbox, nothing. Like, mm-hmm. Wait, wait, nope, that's that's the shot I'd always take. Mm-hmm. Here, sit at this table. No, I'd always sit someone at a table. Sit on the table. Sit under the table. Right. Let's move the table out of the room. Let's, I don't know. Um, I go very slow um, because my commercial and editorial work is always really fast-paced. So I just slow down. I will put someone into an environment. I'll say, you know, let me have you just sit in this chair stand here or do something and then I just look at them and I look at the environment and I walk around them almost like they're a mannequin and I just study them I stop there's no one like saying okay you got five minutes I got all the time I need this is your thing this is me yeah um and it's a little uncomfortable sometimes because I'm not used to like here let me just just no, just hang out there. I, and I tell people, listen, I'm, I'm trying to work through my shot. I don't want to take 500 million shots. Right. I want, I want to focus. Right. Slow down. So, are you doing it for a shot? Yeah. If I if I walk out of a, one of these portrait sessions with one picture, I'm good. But here's the great thing too, is I can walk out of these with no picture. Like I really didn't get anything good that day. And I'm totally a hundred percent okay with that because I'm at work. It was the process. I'm working. Right. Right. And you have the faith that the inspiration is going to come from that at some point. Yes. Yes. Something will occur to you or you'll reject something. Hmm. And like, you don't go to the gym, work out for 30 minutes and then get pissed off because your body hasn't changed. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) You and me both, big boy. I mean, I'm not the one to talk about gym metaphors, except for what not to do at a gym. You know? But you get what I'm saying, right? I do, I do, I do. Like, you you can't expect every time it to be perfect or great. But I'm working, and I'm enjoying the process. And 
then you have little bits of success and you're like, yeah. And then you're excited again. And then when you're traveling, like when I travel for work, I'm usually sitting at some like holiday Inn express. I'm sitting at the lobby bar, having a drink at the end of the day, just like staring at 18 screens of sports, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. And, um, just like, I'm just killing time until I catch my flight home tomorrow. Mm. But now it's like, hey, I'm going to be in Indianapolis. Like, I'll put a call out. I'm, I'm in Indianapolis. Anyone let me come over tomorrow night after my job and let me shoot a picture of you. And so people hit me up. And then it's like, great. I have something to look forward to. Mm. I'm going to finish up this job. I'm going to go over to this person's house. Never met them before. I'm going to take some pictures. Something might happen, you know, good out of it. Something may not happen good out of it. But I will be part of doing the process. And that, I tell you what, has saved my damn life like so you're doing it for you i get that 100 percent. but these people that are responding mm -hmm. to your call so to speak they know who you are some do some don't some some get tagged like oh my friend okay so and so lives in so it's like a degree of separation like, so to speak right hey bill like this guy's coming to town right like you should have him take your picture right, right. like and he's like i don't know who you are right you know like <laughs> Why do you want to take my picture? Which in some ways is better probably for you because then you don't have that whole dynamic going right. on, right? Yeah. So do you, is there any like, like if you, even if it was, there, even if there was a degree of separation for me and you take this kick-ass image, I'm going to, I'm going to want it. Do I, do I get it? Do I get uh, it? Do yeah. I get I'm going to have you uh, sign a, a model release and I'm eventually going to get you a print. I'm okay. not the best getting those turned around, but yeah, you will get sure, a print right. of it. Okay. Um, yeah. I just wanted to, I was curious about that. I know it yeah. doesn't have much to do with what we're talking about. But yeah. I was like, I would want one of those. Like I saw some of the stuff that you showed on the stage and I was like, that is yeah. awesome. I would want that if that was me. Yeah. So yeah. it's, I, what's really been amazing to me is that not only has this been therapeutic for me, but it's been therapeutic for a number of the subjects that I photograph because I, I talk about my life, like wherever I go, mm -hmm. you know, and so I'm, you know, a lot of times I'm meeting someone for the first time doing this because either they follow me on social media or their friends said that they should do it. So there's some level of trust. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not just some like weirdo showing up, right. you know, like someone's vouching for you at the someone's very least. vouching for me. Right. So <laughs> right. It, it, he can't be that bad. Um, you know, they don't have like cops on speed dial. <laughs> So, but I talked to him through the process. This is why I'm doing this work. Yeah. The reason I'm standing in your living room right now right. is because, like, I'm trying to work this shit out in my For life, me. in my head. Right. And then it, it opens doors of conversations of, like, man, I deal with this and I deal with that. And then sometimes it's, you know, like, we sit and talk for half an hour and then, like, okay, well, let's make some pictures. Um, and I'll build off something they said. I have this one picture um, of a girl named Danny. Um, and I kind of built a little bit the picture off of during our conversation and just talking about stuff is like she talked about how her she has this fear of death, like death really scares her. Yeah. And I'm like, bingo, we're going to shoot some sort of like deathy picture of you. Um, and it, it wasn't like, you know, I, I, I try not to be really super literal um, with this work. You didn't take her to the cemetery. No, God, no. You know, like, oh, let's go to the cemetery, and you're going to lay on a headstone. Right. Like, oh, Jesus, shoot me. Right, right, um, right. No, but it was, um, yeah, it, it was just I'm going to 
um, I, I raid people's closets. Um, so like, let me come into your house. Don't clean up for me. Don't like do the dishes. I want to raid your closet. I want to look in every nook and cranny of your house, um, that you'll allow me to shoot. And all right, I want you to put this on. I want to shoot in this space. Um, so, you know, um, and I'm, I'm going to make a picture here. Mm -hmm. It's super challenging, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, uh, it, works out great sometimes and sometimes it's meh, you know whatever but but it's always a good experience no so, matter what so danny in particular she says something like i'm scared of i'm afraid of death like yeah. you get to the point where this person says this to you yeah does that strike a chord because it resonates i mean somewhat i mean we none of us are looking forward to death <laughs> right. right nobody's like ooh, death. What's, what's the old dungeon family line uh everyone wants to go to heaven but nobody wants to die <laughs> right you know, um, yeah. and yeah, I mean, of course, like, um, none of us, are, I mean, some days you're looking forward to it. Um, right, right. but, um, you don't have to pay rent anymore. Right. 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 No more rent. Yeah. I, I assume I'm not going to have any more. You don't have an inbox. Like flus or colds. Yeah. No more. In, no, no more inbox. Inbox right. zero. Right. For All eternity. Yeah. Hopefully. So great. Hopefully. Yeah. That, that might be hell. Right. If there was an <laughs> inbox, I would question I'd be like, you wait die a and you second. end up inside of an email client. <laughs> <laughs> so you said, so, okay. But yeah, so I, I ended up kind of, I, she had this like blue pinstripe suit and I had this cool red couch. So I had her in this pinstripe suit mm-hmm. and this couch and I was, I used this thing called the mag beam from magnet mod. Right. Um, and it's got this little slit gobo. And so it's just this little slice of light on her and I'm making the whole rest of the room dark, like the whole, everything's going dark. And she's just kind of looking up at the ceiling. She's just like lying there almost as she would lie in a casket, you know, and not like hands crossed over her chest with holding a, you know, flower or anything. Just, she's just kind of there. Um, and then her face was getting a little shiny and I asked her, um, girlfriend um you know hey could you just come in and powder a bit and i was still kind of getting my test shot done and um her girlfriend comes in and just with the powder kind of is powdering her forehead and i take a test shot and just that hand kind of coming out of the darkness just kind of touching up the powder i was like (gasps) that okay all right reach back then i started directing it like that just happened Completely organic. And now here's Danny, eyes open, kind of staring at the sky, right. you know. It is just this little slice of light on her. You don't see the rest of the room or you don't – you kind of get that idea that she's lying on a couch or something, but you don't see couch. And then this hand kind of coming out of the darkness just touching up her makeup. Hmm. And it, it looks like she's being prepared for a funeral, oh, kind of. I didn't even – that That's what it ends up looking like. <laughs> like – She's being prepared. She's about to be rolled out to the, you know, memorial service. Yeah. That just kind of hit me because I, <laughs> I wasn't there until you said it. <laughs> and then I was really there. Yeah. Okay. So it's a podcast, so we have to, like, <laughs> describe the picture. The first third of that, <laughs> top third is all black. Right. Then it transitions. <laughs> we could do a whole lighting workshop right Yeah, now right. If we wanted to. So all of these, what's interesting, I try not to look the tiger in the eye. But what I'm ending up doing is shooting a series of self-portraits yeah. just with other people. That's what's you know? occurring to me. And I'm trying not I'm, – I'm seeing that 
develop in this work over the last few years, but I'm trying not to walk into a shoot going, okay, what self-portrait am I shooting today? No, I'm right. going to. I understand. Here's, here's my, you know, my box, check boxes that I need to, like, I'm going to do depression and anxiety right. and fear right. of responsibility today. Right. Go through the stages of grief. Right. Yeah. Um, right. I, but I just... You're I trying just, not to be too too self-aware of it. Right. You're just... Like just do going the work, with Zach. the flow, so just to do speak. the work. Keep your head down. Just do the work. Keep going. But I tell you, none of it's happy, none of it's smiley. Well, none I was gonna, like, I was gonna ask about that. Yeah, because I'm noticing that as well. Yeah, not a single bit of this personal work I'm doing. Is so where's your playground? Really, you have I, the you I, have I've the cemetery. One. Where's your playground? Because I sense with you that there is one. Um, it's outside of photography. What is it? Uh, it's my personal life, like time with my kids. Um, I'm seeing someone now that's amazing. Wonderful. And, um, yeah, so, um, and I've really taken up love for cooking. Yes. So I love to cook and I'm loving learning how to cook. Um, so I love like calling up some friends like, Hey, y'all want to come over for dinner? Mm. Like there's this recipe I want to try. Mm. Like I spend too much time on Pinterest. Um, <laughs> true story. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to cook this thing up tonight. Like I'm all about like pan sauces right now. So like whatever thing I can like cook up and brown in a pan and then make a sauce out of that. Like I'm all about that at the moment. I started planting herbs because I'm always buying like fresh herbs for some recipe and I'm like this is stupid when I can just stick some in dirt and it's right outside my door so now I'm planting herbs so like I have a lot of fun with cooking yeah and I love people like coming over and I love feeding them and we sit and we have wine and talk and um in fact I'm I've been getting a little bit back into the workshop game this year Mm -hmm. and I'm building workshops where all right we're going to go do this workshop today and then we're going to end it up by this time and then you're all coming to my house and we're having dinner yeah and we're going to sit down and have dinner and talk about photography talk about life talk about whatever and it's awesome i'm signing up like it's great like we go shoot all day and then we sit back and we make a meal and we sit down together and we just talk you know about whatever, talk about, about the day, talk about photography. People right. pull their laptops out and say, I'm trying to do this. And like, we talk about that. And it's really, really great. So, so that's where I find my fun stuff, but that you can, you can have this like good things, like there are good things going on in my life, but there's still this like cloud of depression and anxiety. Like professionally this year has sucked. It's been one of my year, worst years on record. Um, just work dried up this year. Like it, it's, it was this has been a tough year. Um, luckily, this fall is now filling up, and I'm busy Good. again. But, but it was like when you walk into your studio, going, "What can I sell today?" Right. Um, I I can get another month out of these tires. Yeah, I can get another month out of these tires. Like, um, you know, like uh, I can push this bill off another thirty. I'll mm. get this one paid, mm-hmm. and then like doing that because the the problem with my work is usually cash flow. I yeah. I get hired for a job. We need you in LA next week. Right. It's a twelve hundred dollar airplane ticket. Right. In, in the professional world and especially established clients, like Zach, you just get yourself to LA. We'll reimburse you for right. all your you know. So right. 
So there have been times that I have like $30,000 in expenses just laying out there in the world, waiting for it to come back to me. Right. But I still got to pay all my bills. Right. And it's going to come back. Right. And so I'm in that mode of like, I got to check. I can pay up these bills, but I also have two airplane tickets I got to buy. You got to get, yeah. And if I wait another two weeks on those airplane tickets, that that price is going to at least double. So I got to buy that shit now. Mm -hmm. But that's putting my bills off again. Like, damn it. Like, and... Um, you know, I, I don't do credit cards because I do not have this discipline right. and I will max those out. Right. And I'm still in that same situation. Right. right. So, so I, that dance this year has sucked, um, so much, but then at the end of the day, I can sit down, I can cook a nice meal, you know, and, um, my personal life is okay. My professional life is weird. <laughs> Um, and then there's just the, like, just raising kids and the franticness of it and the... You seem like you're really motivated <sighs> by those boys. I am motivated by my boys so much. I, you know, I, if I didn't have kids, I would weigh 350 pounds. Mm. I'd live in my mom's basement mm. and I'd play video games all day. Hmm. Like, when my first son, uh, son, Caleb, was born, it was like, oh my God. Like it's life is now not about me anymore. Hmm. Life is about this kid. And, and what do I want him growing up? Him thinking about his dad, you know, like I want to have a good relationship with him. And, and I'm trying to pursue what I want to do with my life. That isn't quite like the typical, like my dad, my dad was a company man. Yeah. Worked for the phone company for 35 years, retired, right. Right. and then went back as a contractor, yep. you know, for another five. Yep. Like, company man. Um, and those days kind of aren't around anymore. Right. That kind of mindset isn't around anymore. Um, you know. I but why do you think you care? Like, your your boys motivate you. Yeah. I can see it. I can sense it. Uh, they're the next generation. They're going to have kids maybe one day, and mm-hmm. then I'm going to be dead and gone, but... Like, who are they going to be as adults mm-hmm. is going to be somewhat based on who their parents were as adults and the mm-hmm. people around them were as adults. And, and that matters to you? It does matter to me a lot, you know. I, I want them to pursue what they want to do. And, um, I mean, I, I have at least gotten it right with one of my kids. <laughs> I may fail with the other two. But I did it right with one so, of them. I'm so sorry. Because my son Caleb, who at 18 years old, moved to Dubai. What? Yeah. So I've, all right. It's a podcast. You can like p- pause and. Yeah, I'll do whatever right? I got to do. You keep going. Now, part two <laughs> of the two part series mini drama with Zach Arias. <laughs> Cue the storm clouds yeah. and the rain. Yeah, it all was the, a dark all night in January. <laughs> um, okay. I, I'm going to tell you this story. I'm going to, we're going to Seinfeld this back around mm. to comparing yourself to others. Mm. And we'll kind of, I think. Is this the Joey Lawrence? Uh, no, this Jeremy is, story. This is David Hoppy story. Okay, different story. So we're we're gonna we're gonna bring this full circle, and we can end it up. <laughs> okay. Here. Um, I do want to. I still do want to hear that other story though, too. I'm gonna bring it full circle. Oh, here we go. Fantastic. Here we go. So, um, let's go back thirteen-ish years from now. I don't know. I don't know specifically, but maybe thirteen or so years ago. Um, going through yet another one of my dark little cycles in life. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I get this email from a dude named David Hobby. Right? He's like, hey, man, I came across your uh, website, and it seems like that we're of similar philosophy about lighting and stuff. I just started this blog called Strobist, uh-huh. a- and um, I'm getting like 2,000 hits a month. Like, it's doing kind of, like, that's pretty cool, right? You know, David Hobby gets like 2,000 hits a second, you know, I know. <laughs> now. So, so he's, and he's like, hey, if you'd ever like to write a blog post or something, like, I'd love to put it on my blog. And I'm like, nah, man, you know, thanks. Like, yeah, I checked out your blog. It's pretty cool. We definitely have the same philosophy about this all. Right. Um, you know, if I, come, if I come up with an idea about something, like, cool, I'll send it your way, whatever. But I, I just, I was kind of in that funk period, and I'm like, ah, don't, 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 I'm not going to do a blog. Like, I, what am I? Well, right. What, what, am, I, what am I going to talk like, about? Whatever. <laughs> and he's already doing a great job. Like all his content is great. Right. You know, like I don't got anything better than him. But he's a really nice guy. And so we, we, you know, every now and then we'd kind of email back and forth. We started following each other on socials, and you know, we'd kind of have little online conversations. Never met him. And I go into my studio one day. And I'm in a particularly dark, kind of funky day. And I'm wasting time online, like you do. And I'm going through my little tabs of like blogs I follow. And I'm like, oh, what's David Hobby up to? Let me go hit that up. Go to Strobist. And he's got this post, like, Golf Photo Plus. He's like, I'm spending a week in Dubai with Joe McNally and this person Mm -hmm. and that person and the other. I'm out here teaching lighting. And... And Dubai had been on my like, oh man, I want to go to that place, like a top 10 yeah. list of places I want to see Bucket in the world. Yeah. I didn't even have a passport, all right? This is 10 years ago. We're now at 10 years ago. And I sit there and I read this blog post and see these pictures that he's posting from Dubai and these people that he's hanging out with. And I just immediately deflated. Like I was really on the verge of just tears crying because here I was in Atlanta busting my ass trying to make it in this industry trying to make it as a photographer trying to trying to get some traction and I'm just shooting local bands local artists and um you know I'd done a couple of workshops that just sort of organically happened and that was cool but like I'm not trying to be like this big workshop guy but like just I you know here's David Hobby a couple years back I got this little blog and now he's traveling the world like he's in Dubai yeah like chilling with Joe McNally yeah at this rooftop bar (laughs) and I can sit in here doing nothing shooting my $200 jobs Mm -hmm. and like barely keeping it alive I mean good for him like yay that's great but Jesus you know, like I'm never, I'm never going to fucking get anywhere mm-hmm. is what I said. And I really, I was just like tears kind of like just that welling point in my eyes. And I turn off the internet and I just, I go stand outside and I have a smoke and I just like, uh, <sighs> yay. Three months later, I get an email. Hi, Zach. My name is Muhammad Samji. I run Gulf Photo Plus. Um, it's an annual photography conference and da 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 This year we had Joe McNally, so-and-so, and blah, 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 Bobby Lane, and, and David Hobby. And in talking with David Hobby, 
I said, I need more instructors on lighting. And you were the first name out of his mouth. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And we'd like to, we'd like to invite you to Dubai to teach. Yeah, dude. Son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you go from. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. I was like, I could not reply fast enough. Like, <laughs> I don't care. You know, like, yes, yeah. I don't have a passport, but I'll get one. Right. Um, I'll be there. What do you want? Right. You know, like I'm going to Dubai. Mm. So I've been to Golf Photo Plus for nine years now. Oh my, what? Yeah, yeah. I've been. I'm this. This next coming year will be my tenth anniversary of teaching at Golf Photo Plus. Unbelievable. So when my son was sixteen, he's nineteen now. When he was sixteen, I'm like, hey, you're coming to Dubai with me. Like, um, he was shooting video and stuff like that, and I'm like. Um, I got Muhammad to pay for his airline ticket and give him a hotel room. Um, but he'd need to like shoot behind the scenes video and help with their social media team and mm. stuff. So he's 16. Mm. So I take him out to Dubai with me we spend the week out there and he's running around and he shoots some funny videos. Like Caleb is like, he's mini me. Um, and he's, everyone loves Caleb. He's just charming and a little jerk. And, um, <laughs> he's so great. And... So he did that, and then uh, not this last Golf Photo Plus, but the one previous. Uh, Muhammad uh, was talking to me one evening. He's like, "Hey, listen, our Photo 101 teacher is heading back to the states. I need another photographer to come out here and teach. Someone who could do Photo 101, Lightroom, um, you know, Photoshop, maybe some basic studio stuff." And Caleb had been working with me now for like two years. Mm-hmm. And Caleb is not on the college track. Like he hates academics. Sure. Like we've always fought about school. So basically I homeschooled him his last two years, three years in high school. Mm-hmm. He just worked with me. Um, and he's like, do you know anyone? I was like, yeah, Caleb. Yeah. I think Caleb could do that. Right. And so I text Caleb like, hey, what do you think about coming to Dubai and teaching for a while? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'll sure. Like, yeah. Wow. So they brought him out for three months to try him. Cause he's 18 years old for three months. Yeah. And then they offered him a job and he got like a work visa and he's got like an Emirates ID and he's got like health insurance and he's been out there for a year and a half now. What? And, uh, working full time teaching photo one one and he's doing social media stuff. He started this whole thing on their social media thing, tutorial Tuesday. Um, so he does this whole little like Instagram story tutorial every Tuesday on their socials. Um, he's doing some shooting out there. Um, and and now when I go to Golf Photo Plus, people come up to me and say, are you Caleb's dad? <laughs> yeah, I'm Caleb's dad. Now I get oh, the, my God. Now I get the emotion. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. That's I'm Caleb's awesome. dad in Dubai. That's you know? awesome. So, so me feeling so sorry for myself yeah. reading David Hobby's yeah. blog post 10 years ago right. to my son now lives there. Mm-hmm. So when you asked how important is it that uh, my boys, yeah, like I can look at that and and you know, like he he had the courage. It was scary. It was scary for me to send him on the other of side course. of the world. Um, it was scary for him to go out there with no friends, no connections, you know, no social, you know, anything. Um, and he's done it. He's made it. And um, just so immensely proud of him. And he's pursuing what he wants to pursue. And I've got two more in the wings now, nine-year-old and a 13-year-old. Mm. i got to do it two more times. And then 
I can do something with my life. It sounds to me like you are. Like, yeah, I am. You're a good dad, man. I don't know. I just met you today, but you are a good dad. Ah, but I'm still an idiot. Like, I still messed up. Sure, we all are. I'm a good dad, too, but I'm the king of the world. I tell my kids all the time, constantly, (laughs) that the first counseling session's on me. I will pay for it (laughs) because they're going to need it because you're going to, you know, have issues because of your father because of whatever. But I know. I get it. We all do. So, but but my kids, I love my kids and they love me back. And like Caleb and I, like sometimes like the problem in our relationship was we were, we were too much friends and it it was hard to be dad. And he'd be look at me like, like, okay, you're trying to be dad right now. All right. I'll let you be dad. Right. Right. This whole past. Right. (laughs) Shut up. You're just a jerk. Let me let me be dad yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> and you be the petulant son. <laughs> well, there's one more thing I gotta fit in because I know right. these I know these guys. You brought up Joey and, and Jeremy and I've known them for a while and I think there's a story there. I'd I'd love to hear it. With um I you know, I don't really have specifically a Joey or Jeremy story. I I um just that I love and I respect both of those guys so much mm. um, for what they do and and really how they use their craft. They use the commercial side of their craft to do something on the humanitarian side they do. of life. Yeah. You know, I mean, Joey is half punk ass kid and half like deep, brilliant, amazing, very thoughtful um, human. Yeah. Um, Oh, Jeremy, of course, is like, I call him JC, Jesus Christ, you know, like everything he touches, you know, I should call him Midas Everything he touches gets better. Yeah, right? (laughs) Oh, you're opening a hotel now. Of course you are. Son of a bitch. And it'll be the most amazing hotel ever. It'll be the most amazing hotel ever, asshole. (laughs) You know? Like, I always cuss when I talk about Jeremy Carr. But I love him so much. Which is perfect for him, yeah. What's interesting is like... um. I'd never met him, never had talked to him, and Scott Kelby asked me if I would do a guest blog post some years ago, and I made this little video called Transform. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really kind of put me on the industry radar, that little video I made. And it was about all of this we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. So look, I haven't gone anywhere. I'm still talking. <laughs> You're still in it. <laughs> um, and I mentioned, like, I kind of run through names, you know, like... Avedon sucked. Like, we all sucked. Right. Like, every single great photographer you can think of at some point in their life sucked. Yeah. Avedon sucked. So-and-so sucked. Mary Ellen Mark sucked. Jeremy Cowart sucked. Like, because she was, you know, big name in the industry at that moment. And um, I totally, I've been watching Jeremy Cowart's work since he was a graphic designer. Right. Like, um, so I've watched him just explode. And... Um, so I mentioned that Jeremy Cowart sucked. Well, that video went out on Kelby's blog, and then somebody forwarded it to Jeremy, and then I get an email from him. He's like, "Oh my God, I just watched this video," and I was like, "Oh shit, oh, oh, no. oh I'm no. sorry. I, I hope you got what I was saying. I don't I said he's like, it. This came to me right now at the right time of my life. Mm. I'm struggling with these same things, mm. and it's that kind of ladder or circle, mm-hmm. whichever thing we were talking mm-hmm. about at the beginning of like. I'm looking up to Jeremy Cower and he goes, he, you know, he transmits back, hey, I'm dealing with the same yeah. stuff you're dealing with. Yep. 
like this really spoke to me and he's like can i share this i'm giving a talk um can can i show this at my talk <laughs> you know fanboy like yes you know yes yeah, you may hey i'm getting retweeted by my crush mr coward yeah um <laughs> JC, JC. Um, so now, now, now I've, I, you know, I know Jeremy and, um, that was our introduction right there. Me saying that he sucked at some point. Um, and, it's a great um, way to meet somebody that you think is great. Right. You know, they say never meet your heroes, right? right? Cause right. you'll be disappointed, right. but not disappointed at all. Not um, in his case. No, absolutely yeah, not. No, no. So he's a great, great, great dude. And he's just, I mean, he can, he just can leapfrog to the next thing. And, and that's one of those, like celebrate that success. Yeah. You know, I celebrate Jeremy Coward. I celebrate Joey L. Um, it's easier to do with some. Yeah. Not. Yeah. At least they're not assholes. (laughs) Right. Right. Cause there are a few. Yeah. Believe it or not. There are a couple out there that, you know, whatever. I don't, care what they do like i know they're an asshole and <laughs> they're just not a decent person like you don't know i get it i see them at everyone's going to want to know now and i'm not going to no. say because no. i'm going to be professional yeah but you see them at like professional events and you're just like oh mm-hmm. I'm, I'm how can i get out of this yeah you know right no i get it or i'm about to get cornered right yeah and uh, yeah everybody nobody's yeah. surprised but you that. know what luckily what i'm so glad is that that's the exception to the rule absolutely no, that's true. I would say the vast majority of people working inside of this photography industry um, <clears throat> are genuinely just fantastic people. I agree. Really, really, really. 100%. I have so many great friends, and, and I've had so many um, just opportunities to, to just be able to sit and listen to people, um, you know, that are heroes. Um, you know, we got to listen to Joyce Tennyson last night. That was incredible. Incredible. Jeez. And I hate that I miss Platon. The, the whole reason I came oh, to this was... event was like, so I get this like random text. Hi, this is Sue Bryce. I'd like to talk to you about an opportunity. And I'm like, that's not Sue Bryce texting me. Like, and what is it? What kind of no, spam is this? Like, <laughs> what, am, what do you want me to buy? This opportunity to sign up for this thing. <laughs> right. right. Like, right. whatever. Right. So then Craig Swanson, who works with Sue, yeah. and I've known Craig from Creative Live yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Craig hits me up like two days later and he's like, hey, dude, Sue's trying to get in touch with you. You're not answering Sue. <laughs> I'm like, that, oh, that was, that wasn't like a, like a solicitation. <laughs> For like a thing, like no, she's got this event coming. I up. I would have totally thought it was too. Yeah. yeah. So so I get back in touch with Sue, and she starts telling me about this conference, and she's like, "We just confirmed Platon and Joyce Tennyson," and I was like, "And I'm in." Like, and am I carrying bags or what am I doing? (laughs) Right. You know, like I'll bring them water. And what sucks is I was not able to get in town in time to hear Platon or meet him. I wanted to meet him, shake his hand, and thank him for his work. But I got to meet Joyce, and she's a sweetheart. And um, so yeah, this this conference is unbelievable. Seems this unbelievable. Is, it is something. It's Celebrate something. it. Don't uh, hate it. You know where? Let's wrap up real quick with where should people go if they want to follow you? Um, I don't like, like. What's your best outlet for? I'd say right now Instagram at Zarius Z A R I A S. Yeah. I just went through a like a oh to heck with all of this and I completely cleared out like. I archived my entire Instagram feed of like the past four or five years of my life. Did you really? And I've started over very 
and now it's very curated okay. and it's uh, totally against like the ethos that Instagram came up to be. It was instant. It was iPhone right. only. I used to be all about that, right. but shit, Instagram is not that anymore and no. it's never going back. No. So nope. it's, so anyone that's like, Oh, curated feeds on Instagram is stupid. Uh, it's that's what it is now. And then a lot of it's stupid. S- someone, someone needs to make a new do. Instagram, right? The old Instagram chronological right. timeline people. Right. Uh, Facebook is just bullshit professionally for me um i look at my numbers uh, and this year is the first time i started looking at my numbers like i never really i don't look at analytics i don't uh, who's talking about me i i don't want i don't like a lot of focus on me 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 mm-hmm. but i really want to just like what am i doing and what am i putting time into and i look at what i do on instagram what i do on the same content on facebook and unless i'm paying money i can't get shit for traction on Facebook. Yeah, well, yeah, that's how that's what's happened. And I'm just done with Facebook. Right. Like right. I'm done with Facebook. Twitter, uh I used to really be into Twitter a lot, but it's just like I don't know. Twitter's just you know, it's become very there's just a lot of uh division and politics and stuff happening right now. And it's not that I need to to step out of that, but you just it's like Twitter's become this really loud room. Like you open the door and you just hear lots of people screaming at each other and you close the door. It's like the go. room in Poltergeist. Yeah. That's my reference. Yeah. yeah. Like I used to really enjoy going into that room and have conversations, but. Now I'm terrified of it. Yeah. 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 So Instagram is still kind of visual. It still gives me, like I can still have good interaction with people without yeah. paying for every post. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Instagram. Okay. Yeah, and my website is uh, zacharias.com. I haven't been blogging in a while, but I'm I'm trying to get back into some blogging and And stuff is that like where that. the workshops going to show up? Workshops show up um at deadpixel. D E D P X L.com. deadpixel.com. So that's my kind of like dormant but trying to come back to life. I I realized that on my main site I was talking trying to talk to art buyers and art directors and photo editors and talk to photographers. Yeah. And it was mainly photographers listening to me, Yeah, you know? Um, so I, I was like, I want my website to be speaking to people who hire photographers. Right. And I need another place where I can, like, talk with photographers. Two photographers, right. Uh, with. Or with, two, sure. You I know. Like, Better. We're, we're colleagues here. Sure. Like, if you're trying to take pictures, you're a peer. You're not. Sure. You're not following. You're not a follower. Okay. You're not a part of the Zach Nation. Hey, want to want to give a call, a shout out to all the Zach heads out there. You follow me? Like, no, I'm just a dude taking that pictures. That's pretty good though. If I can help you out and figure out how to use a softbox, let me do that for you. Hey, what like, let me ask, I got this spurred another question cuz when you you showed a few things today on stage, right? You have this big audience of a captive audience, right? Yeah. And you did like two or three, it happened several different times, but two or three times in particular really rang out to me when you hear this, oh. Yeah. <laughs> right? And for you, was it like, all right, I'm doing my job. Like it was really encouraging, I imagine, right? Yes. But at the same time, aren't you thinking, like this This is something you guys should know? Right? Uh, no, no, because like you don't know this thing until someone shows you and teaches it to you. Regardless, right? right. Right, like whatever it is, like oh goes my, back to the Jeremy dude, Cowart sucked. Do things. you know how many right. YouTube videos I have watched on how to properly brown meat in a pan? Okay, 
because I, I see this Pinterest recipe yeah. and they're like, brown your chicken, blah, 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 three minutes each side. Like, okay, brown it. And then my shit comes out like this, like light beige. And it's in there for 12 minutes. And it's supposed to be there for three. And, and theirs has got this, like, oh, I'm trying to do the seared uh, steak right now in a cast iron, right? Okay. I'm trying to get that down. Yeah. And those Pinterest photos, man, like, yeah. and the videos, I watch the videos too, so they're not retouched. That crust comes off of there, and it's like you can feel it just like, oh, that looks so good. And then I do that shit in my pan, and like, I, I still get I, it. I get like half of my steak is gray, gray. and <laughs> half of it's black, it's gray. you know. And then there's this one little strip of like nice, crusty, caramelizy looking brown to it. And I'm like, son of a bitch. So if you walked into my right. kitchen today, right. and you know how to like, Dude, I know how to see your steak. Watch mm. this. Mm -hmm. And you were like, this is what you do. This is, look, prep it, do this, yeah. get it to this temperature. When you see that oil doing this, watch this, bam. Oh. Yeah, the light bulb. Oh, damn. Right. Oh. Mm -hmm. See, Zach, you mm -hmm. weren't, you, you know, you're, you're, you weren't patting your meat dry enough, right. or you weren't doing that, or your pan wasn't hot enough, right. or you weren't, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So today when you when I get oohs and ahs like I love that, like yeah. just in a, in a performance aspect. Like, yeah. Like There's that too, David right? David Blaine moment like right. whoa. Right. 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 I know as soon as I put a grid on the softbox, the background is going to disappear. Right. Like I know that's going to happen, right? Right. But if you haven't seen that before, if you're like how do you get that background to go darker and you right. go watch this grid, point it right. this way, click Boom. And oh, on screen, it yeah. went from white to black. Right. <gasps> yeah. There it is. And you didn't is. do anything else. Right. Right. So, right. so no, I don't, ex I, I want photographers to know how this stuff works. Mm -hmm. And that's why we teach. Right. You know, but we all started somewhere. Right. And like lighting is so intimidating. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you can give people aha moments of like, that's why you put a grid on a grid spot mm -hmm. or on a, on a softbox. That's the reason why. Yeah. This is why you don't do it, and this is why you do do it. Mm -hmm. This is where it works. This mm -hmm. is where it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You know, what mood are you trying to get? Oh, I, I want that look. Then you use these tools. Yeah, just like a chef would walk in. What meal do you want? I want to make this kind of meal. You're going to need this tool and this tool and this tool, and you're going to do it in this order in this way for this reason. Right. But that's not how you're going to cook this other dish. That's a different thing oh right? i love i love the food metaphors you're a man after my own heart i never metaphor i didn't like <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for your thanks for doing this man Absolutely. i really appreciate it thank you it so much fantastic um, uh, thank you to the white house for yeah sponsoring us yeah yeah i appreciate it very custom much. color hopefully we get to do it again sometime yeah absolutely thanks thanks sorry i went too long <laughs> this might be two parts <laughs>